from days of long ago comes a legend. You have walked into the room of Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Marquise. Today, we're going to speak with some trusted friends of ours and speak to them about what they are seeing that's going on in the world right now that we should be paying attention to. First up is Mary Callie with ncrnetwork.com, The Simple Christian. Mary, welcome to the show and tell us exactly how you feel, what you're seeing out here right now. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. I'm seeing that the whole infrastructure for the financial system for the whole entire world is about to go online. Web 3 has been activated. Um, We're on Web 2 right now, which is where you get, you know, the internet. That's what we're on. But Web 3 has been activated. The payments infrastructure migration has started and in some areas in certain countries has completed. Some of them have phased it in. Some of them are going to big bang it. Okay. Right. I'm just going to, I sent you something. If you want to follow along with it, you can. But basically, as you know, you know, with the shot, we've talked about that and what that does and how it changes your DNA. But what it also does, how it changes your DNA is it actually makes your system or your body starts creating a network within it. Yes. And uh, that's why you have people who are getting what they think are blood clots. Some people are getting blood clots, but some people are just getting uh, a clot. But it's not blood clot. It is the graphene and the hydrogel and all of that stuff that's coming together that's trying to connect in the body and the body's having a problem with it. Right. So people, of course, are succumbing to that. They're dying from that. They're getting sick from it or what have you. Um, because the system is coming online, not just for them, but for the actual system outside of it. The 5G and all of that is connected to 6G and all of that that's coming on. What people are looking at also is the actual, like I said, infrastructure, payment structure that's coming online. Yeah. And that's called the ISO 20022. Okay. Uh, by 2025, all financial institutions will have to be able to process under the new infrastructure of ISO 20022. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. Mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. uh, by 2023, they're looking at 80% of the volume of high-value transactions should be happening. That's, just, that's next year. Okay? Um, that accounts for 87% value of high-value, values of high-value transactions. Now, this is what happened in June. In June, the major banks or the when I say the major banks, I'm talking about the major banks in England. As you know, England is more, is known for their financial base. Right. Vatican is known for the religious base, and, and the United States is known as the military, as the force. Yeah. Okay? So the financial people have uh, come online, all right? So CHAPS, BACS, which is B-A-C-S, and um, Faster Payments, all of which chaps is the bank of of England. Okay. Mm-hmm. They came online in spring of 2022 of this year. Right. And they are fully enhanced messages as early. They'll be fully enhanced, fully going by 2023. That's next year. 
Okay? System up and running next year. November of this year, this is what's supposed to happen. The euro, so you talk about the rest of Europe, okay? In November, their banks are coming online, okay? But they're doing it the big bang way, which is the way that we're going to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, I want y'all to check out the euro now, the euro. So the euro payments going through Target 2 uh, will only be in ISO 20022 format starting basically in November. Okay. Yeah. Also in November is SWIFT. Yep. You familiar with, if anybody's, most people probably know about SWIFT. Some, if not, people have heard of it. I thought they were doing away with the SWIFT system. No, 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 no. It's just migrating. <laughs> it's mm. migrating. Um, all financial institutions processing SWIFT MT category one, two, and nine must progress. They must process in ISO 20022 by November of this year, which means they got to start doing some sort of processing to show that the messages are going through just like with the, with the uh, England one. Now, here we go with the United States. You ready? Mm-hmm. 2024. I need people to look up Fedwire. Please look up Fedwire. Please look up Fedwire. Because this is something that is going to almost replace uh, the Federal Reserve. But it's part of the Federal Reserve, but they're pretty much going to take the lead way in this. Okay? Right, right. Edward. And you know what the clearinghouse is. Yep. Okay. But guess what they got down for the U.S.? They got U.S. chips and Fed. Chips and Fed. That means people, because people got chips in them. Oh. Chips and Fed. Okay? Plan enhanced ISO 20022 message through a big bang, which means they're just going to throw it out there. Rather than via a phase, they're not going to phase this in like the rest of them. They're just going to be like, boom, it's here. They're not going to phase it in. They're not going to do that approach. But currently, redefine the strategy. They're they're looking at maybe possibly doing it, but right now, no. They're just going to go ahead and bang it in. Okay? Now, there are 70-plus countries already using the ISO 20022 in their payment system. Already. Okay? Yeah. Now... I know they're doing testing here, and I know you probably heard this, and we talked about this, how there are four states right now that are doing testing, California, Oregon, Washington State, and New York City, where you can just walk into the store, pick up what you want to pick up, and then leave, and it'll subtract it from your account. That's part of, that's the ISO 20022, okay? The, <laughs> the lead on that to help with that is Amazon. Uh, of course. Okay. Now, this is what I was saying earlier before we got on here, is that it's going to affect everybody. Whether you are vaccinated or not vaccinated, this is where the rubber hits the road. Because we still got a lot of people who say, I ain't getting it, I ain't getting it, I ain't getting it. Did you not hear me say earlier, every financial institution. Right. <laughs> that's including the stock exchange, your life insurance, any processing system where you have to go ahead and swipe your card or whatever. Yeah, that'll be changed over. Your bank account, your job. You follow where I'm going? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what they're going to do is this. Once it's changed over and it's migrated over, you're going to be able to use your card for a while. Probably about a good five or ten years. Okay? If that. If that. Right. And uh, they're going to let you do that just like they did with the real ID. I don't know if anybody remembers the, the real ID. They talked about it for 10 years before they made everybody do it. Yep, that's right. 
Okay. <laughs> they talked about it. And what was it? Uh, when did everybody go real ID? What, what year was that? That was, that was uh, maybe five to ten years ago. Okay. That's when they, well, that's, they, they yeah, that was about maybe five or ten years ago. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're, you're right. Probably about five year period. Yeah, because because we because we've been we've been in COVID for two years for two and a half years, so I know it was at least a couple years before COVID. Yeah, it wasn't during COVID time; it was before. Yeah, yeah, right. That would be like maybe three years out. So roughly, yeah, you're right, about five years. Yeah. But before that five year period, they talked about it. Yes. Yep. Ten years they talked about. Okay, it's come, it's come, it's come. But 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 let me tell you how how I knew about it was because. Being in transportation, people don't realize this. We are when I'm in transportation, we get caught up before everybody else does. I, mm-hmm. I honestly believe that the commercial side of of transportation they use that as a test bed to, before they roll it out to everybody else. Uh, perfect example, like they knew that. These hypermild cars and the electric cars was going to be a thing. So somebody posed a question that I saw online a few days ago. They said, well, if if you go to the gas pump and you pay the road tax through the gas, since everything is going electric, how are you going to pay for the tax? And And the question is easy. Everybody will have a GPS in their car and be tracked for the miles driven. And, yep. and, and it's already in the cars. And that's the same thing that they've been doing for years in commercial transportation. Yep. F- for years. And people don't even people don't even understand. We we've had to before everything became digital, you had to literally log how many miles driven in a state to calculate fuel tax. Mm-hmm. And now it's done electronically. But go ahead. Yeah, it's done electronically, and that's another reason why we have chip shortages as well. Um, is because of that. There's <laughs> just so much to this. It's not even funny. With that, we're going to take a short break. We're talking to Mary Callie with ncrnetwork.com. We'll be back. People all over are looking for healthier options. My first recommendation is to visit naturalfrequencystore.com. That's where you will find healthier options from CBD to weight loss. These are patented, wearable frequency technologies, so there are no messy drops or bad tasting concoctions. Everything is based on energy and frequency. So head on over to the Natural Frequency Store. That is naturalfrequencystore.com. Naturalfrequencystore.com home of the revolution firebackradio.com we're going to continue on with the conversation with Mary Callie with ncrnetwork.com 
already in progress. Let me just go a little bit further up. It's going to affect everybody. Whether you have, if you're doing any type of transaction, I don't care if you're selling girls out cookies and you got a POS machine or you taking payments over, you know, cash at me. doesn't matter. Or Venmo me. It doesn't matter. It's uh, going through a financial institution. It's going to be changed over to ISO 20022. Mm-hmm. The first people that are going to be hooked up are going to be the people who already chipped up, already got the shot, because they already hooked up anyway. Okay? So that is roughly 62% of the population that's gotten the shot. Okay? Yeah. So you still got roughly a little over like 3.8 billion people who didn't. They will not have access. The 3.8 billion people will not have access to their information mm. because what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to they're going to force you just like they did with the drivers, you know, with the license. Yeah. You either get a real license, real ID license, or you can't drive. Yeah. Okay. You got to get a real state ID in case you don't drive, or else you can't have an ID. That's true. Which means that. You can't get benefits, you can't get Medicare, you can't get this, you can't get that. You know what I'm saying? You just can't get insurance, you can't, nothing. That's where the squeeze comes in. <laughs> That's where the squeeze comes in. You telling me, they, I'm in transportation. I have to have a verifiable, certified mm-hmm. driver's license. And mm-hmm. if they're issuing this and you don't have it or decide not to get it, you're literally without a job. Because there's without no way around that. So now that you got your real ID, you working though, right? Yes, I but am. What happens when you don't have the money? When you can't get a job because you don't have, you're not hooked up to the system. You would there's have... no way for them to pay you. Yeah. There's no paper money anymore. There's no more paper money because you're going to that crypto, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no more paper money. There's no more. You can write a check. You can cash at me. You still need to have your, your, your what they're going to do when they migrate everything. That means everybody's everybody's account is migrated. That's right. They just haven't turned it on yet. That's what that is. So can you imagine you got a couple of million dollars in savings that you worked for for 40 years or 50 years or whatever, how many years that you can't get to because you didn't get the shot. Mm. It's a way of forcing people to get it. That's true. That's true. Okay, so when they turn that thing on, they're going to be like, you got a bank account here. All you got to do is get this and then you can have access to your to your stuff because now you'll be hooked up to your stuff. Wow. It's more than just medical. They're it trying is. to pimp medical with the intra-body thing. It's not. It's more than medical. This is total control. This is totalitarian to the finest and fascism and mm-hmm. communism and socialism. All in, it's one big cabal. It's one big ball. Yeah. But it's a way to get those who are not vaccinated, vaccinated. Because <laughs> <laughs> think about it. People people need people need money or want money or they desire, they love money. And this is why the Bible says in uh, Revelation 13 that those who worship the, meat, the, the, the beast will, you know, get the mark. Yeah. Mark of the Beast is not something that will be stamped on like, you know, like we see the movies where they got 66 on it, literally the numbers on the forehead. Right, right. It the Bible it says those who worship the beast. So you would have to worship something as a form of obedience. 
Holy crap. <laughs> okay. When you worship something, you obey it, right? That's you true. You know what it says, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Okay. But it's wrapped, but it's, but it's, it's, it's wrapped, or I should say it is dressed in policy and procedure yeah. that would allow you a smooth continuance into the rest of your life. Yeah. And you damn your soul by doing it. Whole, but, but you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you damn your soul by doing that. But you, but the thing about it is, what you just said is what you just what you just said was ninety nine percent of the people did not get that memo. <laughs> yeah, I know because nobody reads their Bible. <laughs> nobody reads their Bible. Nobody. Everybody just claims, like I say, you claim you know the scriptures. You claim you you in Christ. You claim this is why it's so important for people to get. Booed up with Jesus, I'm telling you, you better, better get close to him. You said you booed, up. Get, huh? <laughs> booed up. Huh? Booed up. Get booed <laughs> You know, that's my worldly folks. You all better get booed up. <laughs> and get in that relationship. Because <laughs> that's your salvation right there. You know, you may lose your soul, but at least you got eternal life. You got to start looking at things with an internal, eternal perspective. So, so let me ask this question. How... Do you avoid being involved in the system? And, and that—that's a—that's a—that's a—it's tr- not even a trick question. I mean, it's a—it's almost a common sense question. But since everybody's already linked, and how do you get on the other side of the matrix, or just break free from the matrix in the first place? Die. That's 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 about right. That's about yeah. right. People are going to die in this. People are going to die in this. And that's that's just it. People are going to, because I'm, I'm going to read something else. i, I got to read this, okay? Um, let me get out of this. Because <laughs> I don't think people really understand what's, what's about to take place. Okay? Like I said, if you go and you read what it says here about the beast, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, if you go to verse 4 in chapter 13 of Revelation, it says, And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power into the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, who is able to make war with him. And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. That is three and a half years. And he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle. And them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. So there's going to be a war goes on between the the people who are not getting this because it goes against scripture. And the people who did get it. It's going to be, be, and here what it says. It says, and to overcome them. When you overcome somebody, what does that mean? You beat them. You won. You to overcome them, and power was given to him over all kindreds and tongues and nations, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose name are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. Yeah. Okay? He that is leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. If they taking you to jail, you're gone. Okay? 
He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Now, here is where you got to practice your patience and your faith. Basically what it's saying. Go ahead. Now, uh, it, it gets, it gets, this is, this is not a bad thing for those who know where they're going, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but a bad thing for those who don't know and those who think they ain't going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, here it is. Okay. So I'm going to read down a little bit further. I'm not going to go. I'm going to get to the part where you talk about it's going to kill, they're killing people. Okay. Yeah. So go down to verse 15. It says, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image. Mm -hmm. Now, we ain't get the shot. You ain't, you ain't on it. You ain't doing it. You won't get this image of the beast shall be killed. Yes. Now, it didn't tell you how you're going to be killed. That's right. But I want you to think about this. If you ain't got no money, no place to stay, no food, how do you think you die? You're going to starve to death. Gonna starve to death. Yeah. You're gonna succumb to disease. You're gonna get. You're gonna starve to death. People are probably gonna hunt you and shoot you because they're gonna say that's what you need to do. You're gonna probably be put in jail. Some of you might be put to death, but a lot of you are gonna starve and be diseased out. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how you're gonna get killed. That's how you're gonna get killed. Because you ain't gonna have no money. You're not on the system. You're undocumented. You now have become the 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 Mexican that came over the border without documentation. You have no type right, of right. alien. Even though you were born here and whatever, you could be 60 years old, 70 years old, you were born here before any of this happened. You are now a stranger in a land that you used to know. And the people that will turn you in and the people that will kill you and the people that will cause you to be starved out and so forth will be your own relatives, friends, neighbors, people that you know, best friends, whatever. Right. You will utterly alone. There might be a few pockets of people who are trying to survive. Uh, and what's you funny, know, it's home, homesteading and whatnot that that'll work for a while, but eventually, that's why I say it's good to prepare. Prepare now. Get to where you need to be. Get your land. Uh, become self-sufficient. Get your chickens. Get your goats. Get your cattle. Or get your be a vegetarian and get your garden. Uh, hydro garden, whatever. Get solar panels that way you don't have to worry about electricity. Yeah. And let your currency be food. That's right. I mean, we need to be in the first one to die. <laughs> don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> we know we die, but don't be the first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just just because you're ill prepared. That's what's coming. You ain't got to take the shot. They don't. You gonna you gonna ask for it. In order to save your family, yeah, you will, you will comply. You will comply. In order to get that baby fed, you will comply. In order for mama to continue to get the chemo, the chemo, uh, and her medication for diabetes and high blood pressure, and uh, in order for daddy to get them adult diapers, or in order for you to be able to work at McDonald's yeah. at a minimum wage job, you're going to have to do this because after all, the way they pay you is not through a check. It's not through direct deposit. I mean, they could directly deposit into your account, but you have no access to it. Mm, yeah. That's how tradable, tradable, tradable assets and commodities yep. will sustain you. Yep. That's, that's where we're going. Yeah. And, and, and again, 
Um, the Bible clearly states those who have the mark, you know, that, that's it. I mean, this is the reason why you see, and he causes all both small and great, rich and poor. You know why? Because because nobody who's supposed to be telling you this stuff ain't telling you nothing. <laughs> All you hear is, oh, Jesus and God and, oh, so loving. And wonderful and, and, and great. And he is. He's wonderful. He's great and everything. But they're not telling you. You better get it. You better get booed up with him because you're going to need his strength to get through this. But you know what? But you know what? Look, if you don't tell us the truth, you're telling us a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and most of these churches... What you just said, I have never heard in my life come from the pulpit. And you won't. What's, what's funny is, I've had more of that come out of my mouth than mm -hmm. in any preacher I've, in my 50 years of living, I never, or I should say only a few, have, have dabbed, dabbed a tissue in it, if you want to say that. They, yeah. They'll dab, but... For that. They yeah. get persecuted for that. And I'm I'm just this is, I mean, this is why I'm I'm really and I know this is, you know, your show isn't you know your show is more social conscious and whatnot, but this is the reason as people probably already know on the show is that you know, I'm a born again believer in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why now it becomes okay, let's let's do what Jesus said and go out and make disciples. Because people are going to need salvation. And, you know, once they close their eyes and God takes back the breath that's in the body that he gave them, they're going to, you know, we're eternal people. We, 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 we're in a dirt sack. After you die, you will be judged. Not a Just dirt like, sack. A dirt you know sack. That's and true. And you don't now want to. You want to not only know Jesus, but Jesus can know you. You don't want him to say, I never knew you. Well, I know you, so <laughs> I don't know you. You know, and now you somewhere that you don't want to be for all eternity, and you don't even know how long eternity is because we never de dealt with eternity. That's right. So, I mean, when you look at it on, on the scope of things, you got to understand that this world is not ran by who you think it is. It has nothing to do with affiliate parties or anything like that. It is you have absolutely no power. You can't stop nothing from coming, and they are just cattling you in yeah. to do what to to have control. As you see here, as I read again, he causes both what. Great, Great and, and small, small yeah. Rich and poor. It doesn't matter yep. about how much money you got, because the rich got to get in it, just like the poor people got to get in it. Whether you're born or free, doesn't matter whether you're a free person or enslaved. Mm. To receive the mark in the right hand or the forehead, because you're going to receive it, but you got a choice because you're already in the system. You worship it, so you're either going to receive it on your on your forehead or your mark. It'll show up one or the other. Okay. Go ahead. And and, and that way, you know, that no man shall buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. Now, I'm going to tell you this. There's six beasts. One beast has already started. If you go and you go to chapter six of Revelation, seals. But the seals are also associated with a beast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's four beasts right there. Then you got the other two beasts, one that come out the sea and the other one that comes out the water, the one that comes out the water and the other one that comes out the earth before you get into this. Mm. It's happening very quickly. So people have got to understand what's going on with this Bible. The scriptures, the scriptures don't lie at all. It's, it's interpret. You know what? The problem is, is that 
every five years, the the interpretations may modify because five years ago, we didn't have the technology that we have now. Right. You know, and so every time the tech change changes, the, the scripture actually becomes clearer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really interesting that people would even mess with the scriptures. And that's why we got all these different versions of Bibles and whatnot. So people don't really see the truth and can't, can't see the truth, don't understand the truth, don't, you know, can't, you know, the truth has been tampered with. Yeah. We need to stop doing that. But, you know, back to this other thing. Yeah, you're going to get squeezed into that box. You're going to have to either, uh, you know, get on board with the financial system that they have and get the mark or you're just you're going to be without and you're going to be on uh, borrowed time and you're going to be uh, at the mercy of people to feed you. And you better hope they do, because if they don't and they decide to turn you in, because we don't know what legislation goes with the people who don't do it. I mean, what happens now when somebody's a legal alien? What do they do? They send them away. So they get incarcerated. So, so, so let me ask you a wild left field question. Okay. About 50, no, let's go 20 years ago. We've, we've heard about, uh, the, the shipment of guillotines throughout the country. Mm -hmm. How, how would that play in this cycle? I mean, they could use it as a, they could just use it if they want to. There's no more, there's no more death penalty where you on death row for 25, 30, 40 years. It's just instant punishment. I mean, they can, they can do that. Be like, you know what? We don't, we don't do that no more. We have a global, we have a global governance now and uh, we don't house criminals anymore. We don't do jails anymore. You just, you go to these places and you just. You either get re-educated or you don't get re-educated. If you refuse to do that, we're not feeding you. We're not, you know, you're not in the system for us to feed you. Mm. You follow what I'm saying? You're not hooked up to anything. So that's an easy way to kill somebody. I mean, it's quick. The guillotines, you can find out how many counties are going to get one. You can find out how many states are going to get one. If you got a, how many, how many is it? 15,000? Yeah, I, I believe. I can't, I can't remember. But, but look, Paul LePage, governor of Maine, Mentioned something about bringing back the guillotines. They are here for for serious offenders. Mm-hmm. And so, if and this is back in 2016, so we've learned over time of how people can be manipulated to have a certain belief about other people, mm-hmm. and can bring them to a conclusion that a guillotine would be effective against the general public mm-hmm. who's literally committed no crimes against humanity whatsoever, such as what we're talking about. Right. But if you're manipulated, you're going to agree that it needs to be done because these people are not a part of the, the system. They won't say it like that. They'll they'll prop up and come up with something a bit more colorful to demonize you. So I, 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 it, like you said, it's already here. Yeah, it's already here. Um, if you take 15,000 guillotines, which they, that's what it is, um, and you divide that by 50 states, that's 300 guillotines piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, now just scatter those throughout the states. Okay, I mean, how many guillotines do you think would fit into the state of Rhode Island? <laughs> and excuse the noise in the background, my husband's doing breakfast all of a sudden, so 
Um, just excuse excuse the noise. No, it's all right. It, there's nothing wrong with all of a sudden breakfast. Yeah, all of a sudden breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, I mean, think about it. Some place like Rhode Island, you know, three hundred guillotines a piece. You know, you can have that at just about every corner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small state, you know. So, you know, so it's something to think about. But um, but yeah, it's just. It, we have to understand that the whole thing is going to be rewritten. The whole government is going to be rewritten. It's going to be a world government. So there's no not going to be individual, you know, oh, oh, well, in this country we do it this way, this country we know. It's just this way. You're either on the system or you're not. If you're not, you're a fugitive and a vagabond at this point. <laughs> you know, you like Cain now. Where yeah. Jesus, where, where, where God said, I will make you a fugitive and a vagabond. There you go. Yeah, you just gonna roam the earth, and the, the ground ain't gonna yield up no food for you. And people gonna want. He came was like, people gonna try to kill me. He was like, no, I'm gonna put my mark on you so that they don't kill you if they kill you seven times, whatever, whatever. But the thing is, is that they ain't gonna be. There's gonna be a mark on you, a mark of. They're gonna be able to see who's who because, like I said, they're gonna get that mark in their forehead and on their hands. So they're gonna be able to see whether you got it. You know, so it, it becomes that type of thing. I guess you could say it becomes that type of thing. So I just, all I can do is just pray that people can endure what's about to happen. People who claim to be saved, y'all, you're saved now? Let's prove it. Mm. Prove it. Let's see if you, because you didn't do too well when 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 COVID first came out. Y'all was real quick to go to the, the churches were promoting. That's right. They were. So if your shepherd is promoting the shot and you got the shot, he just set you up and he know it. (laughs) <laughs> he know it. He know it. And where the true, the true, the true men and women of God ain't getting it, and they're the ones that's gotta be persecuted the most. But even the ones that are true women and men of God, I mean, we gonna go through some things. You know, some people may break. Yeah. You know, I gotta get my grandbaby some formula. I can't. You know, I. This is the reason why they're doing what they're doing with formulas. This is the reason why we got Flint two coming up. You know what Flint 2 is, right? What, well, I'll tell you what. What is it? What's happening in Jackson, Mississippi? <laughs> wait, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> now, now, I gotta... I gotta... <sighs> they got... The, the, what, what about the water? Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's Flint yeah, 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flint, Michigan still ain't got water. And how many years has it been? 10? Oh, and, and wait a minute. Didn't they call, like... Who hold up? Who was that whole water crisis in Flint was actually before Obama was president? Yeah, was before. Yeah, that's what I said. What has it been ten? So wait a minute. So I was trying to figure out who was president before Obama. Uh, Bush. Oh, okay, okay. Because I because I because I I remember somebody was calling somebody racist for not attending the Flint, but we've been through three three or four presidents, and yeah, and they've been. Through how many bottled waters? <laughs> I don't want that they've been through. Right. Flint, Michigan. I gotta put it in. Look, uh, residents told to shower with their mouths closed as water treatment plant repairs continue on day four of the water shortage. Whoa! This okay. Hold on. They're saying that this started in 2014, Flint water crisis, but that's when they. No, 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 no. That this right here was from Jackson. What I read. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with, you should see that I got video of the. 
the stuff coming out of the out of the pipes. You it's can nasty. see pieces of stuff. But I got a buddy. I got a buddy of mine who told me because he he used to work for the water treatment plants, and he tells you. He said, "Man, you would not drink the water if you could see." what is in the pipes that is pumping quote unquote fresh water to you. Mm-hmm. He, he said it is disgustingly bad. And that's mm-hmm. right here in the United States with, you know, with fresh water that you can drink right out the, out the hose, or at least you could drink it at one time out the hose. Well, and my brother, God bless his soul, used to paint those big, you see those big water towers. Yeah. You're going to he used to paint those, and they had to go on the inside. He said, "If you knew how disgusting it is in there, <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. What goes in there?" He said that you would want, you would not want to drink the water. He said it is awful. The stuff they got to do just to prep it, just so that they can clean it on the inside and paint it on the outside. He said, "But the inside of that, where the water is, is filthy." He said it is just. But you know what's? Stuff. But you know what's so crazy about that? Even though. It is nasty. Mm-hmm. It's still better than third, some third world countries. And I'm thinking maybe, maybe not. Maybe, not. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe not. You know, I mean, honestly, I'd rather drink from the watering holes that the lions drink from than to drink from the stuff that we got going on here. Wow, yeah. Because, I mean, you got so many chemicals and stuff in the water here. I mean... It burns your eyes. I mean, so much chlorine. They put so much stuff in it to try to get it clear. Right. Not clean. Clear. clear. That's right. <laughs> okay, it's a big difference between those two. So that's what, yeah, that's that's a big thing right there. But, yeah, so, I mean, this is the reason, you know, digressing a little bit, this is the reason why they let these certain, court, you know, crises happen in certain towns because it gives them an idea of how people will act when certain necessities are taken away i.e. water and and baby formula look again being being in transportation okay what happened there look being in transportation i see a lot of things like a like truckloads of baby formula being destroyed Mm -hmm. people don't realize i mean it's, it's kind of just like milk you know when when milk prices were dropping they were told well stop producing as much so they started just draining milk in order to bring the price of milk back up supply and demand mm-hmm. and so same thing with baby formula even though that's the hottest commodity right now like toilet paper was a few years ago it's the mm-hmm. hottest hottest commodity right now some of that if not uh, maybe half of that is being destroyed purposely yeah yeah it's purpose it's on purpose um, they're controlling the supply chain all the time. I think, you like know, you said, I think I think that's never kind of a be like that. But they figured out how to do that and capitalize on it. I think that's kind of like what you said. That's kind of a wink and a nod because somehow the powers that be have to send notice before it actually happens. Yeah, they do. They let the governors and stuff know what's going to happen. The governors meet with the, the governors meet with the president every day. They have meetings with them every day. All the governors, they get online and they have meetings with the president every single day as to what's going to be happening in their state. Governors really don't have any say as to what goes on in their state anyway, because we take each state takes federal money. That's right. Okay, even if it's for the interstate highway, which is federal, 
If, you know, stuff like that. You take federal money because you don't have enough citizens that are going to pay taxes to sustain your government. Right, that's right. Unless, unless people work for free, and therefore you cut a lot of the overhead that way, and utility companies will give away, you know, but they're not going to do that because that's federal as well. So, I mean, it, it's, 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 I sit back and I just go, my goodness, these people here, and nobody sees it. It's like I try to have these conversations with people, and there's only a handful of people I can have this conversation with, and I still have fingers left over. And that's just... <laughs> right, right. It's sad. I mean, you're one of them. I can have this conversation. I mean, um, there's two other people I can have this conversation with, but other than that, I can't. Because it breaks their brain. Yes. It literally breaks it. <laughs> yeah. Literally. It's like, you can you can tell that I just extend, you know how you extend your vacuuming? Uh, this is something that we black folks, you know, we famous for doing this. We will vacuum until we stretch that cord all the way out. We still trying to vacuum, trying to keep it in because we ain't trying to re-plug it up. That's right. <laughs> That's will, right. You know, but you can tell when you gone too far the, it, the power goes off that's how it is with, when I talk to people about stuff like this it's like I can tell when I went too far because the power just went off yeah <laughs> exactly that's exactly right you yes, know power indeed. and that's not being egotistical it's just the fact that it's just too much it's too much and then people will go into the shell of you know well the Lord and the Lord you know the Lord and the Lord oh and yeah they, that's their fallback that's the fallback but you know in the scriptures it says lest Satan should get an advantage of you you're not supposed to be ignorant of the devil's devices I'm not saying to be be fearful Mm. it doesn't say be fearful of it it says you shouldn't be you know you should not know what's out here that's right that's exactly right you don't get caught up in this nonsense and this foolishness and this mess thinking that it's okay and that well God would let me do like Geno Jennings who's a pastor who calls himself an apostle now who a lot of his congregation he made made him get it manipulated them into getting wow you know so i mean you got pastors who are doing that you want to keep your in the what but they say you want to keep your family safe don't you of course i thought you would want to keep the brothers and sisters safe well ain't that what jesus is for <laughs> right <laughs> right where's your faith <laughs> oh i forgot it's in your mask i'm sorry mm. sir. <laughs> and i'm still and i'm still seeing a lot of people walking around with that mask on and i want to talk to these people and I, because how is it that if there is a biological agent floating around in the atmosphere, how is a freaking paper mask going to prevent a microbe from from reaching your nasal passage with through it can go through that paper mask or around that paper mask? Well, in all honesty, we we like to talk about common sense, okay? You got to use common sense. Well, obviously, you you lost your... First of all, it's not common sense. It's uncommon sense is what it is. We lost our uncommon sense, or common sense, if you want to call it that. Only took 90 days for that to happen. When COVID <laughs> it only took... For people to forget how oxygen works. Right, <laughs> right. It basic biology to understand that the air outside is inside your house oh. that unless you are hermetically was it hermetically sealed sealed yeah 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 that that you really don't have um 
<laughs> what's outside is inside. What's inside is outside. And there's no paper mask that's going to do that. And if you don't believe me, look at how they put together uh, computer parts. That room is so sealed up. And you got to wear different clothes and even be up to a apparatus because you can't even exhale. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, you can't even exhale in these rooms because you would contaminate the air. That's right. That's right. You know, you know so, I mean, but yet we we became stupid in less than 90 days because, I mean, when, when COVID came on the scene here in the United States, they started talking about it in December, uh, January, February, March. It, that's when it, that's when all retardation came into play. Yeah. It's like we forgot everything. Yes. Days, and they did it with fear. This one's called Gauge Your Fear. Fear will move the mountains of men, driving them into the deepest depths of despair. If it is used properly, fear will cultivate cowards. Fear is used to control souls, lowering the spirit of life, where there is no hope, no savior, or no God. Fear, the control mechanism of those who seek power over people. The bully, the police, the government. Fear also challenges everyone to take the next step of action. Propaganda is used to guide fear into his unwitting prey, which is you and me. Fear is derailed with unpopular questions asked. Fear takes a complete U-turn when a population sees the puppet master behind the propaganda machine. Fear halts when real knowledge is applied and solutions are formed and the people are re-empowered. Fear, alongside with its masters, are arrested. Gauge your fear. They do, the, they do the same tactic they do with people who get diagnosed with cancer. When the doctor diagnoses you with cancer, they don't give you chance enough to process, research, to do anything. They just immediately, you think cancer and you think death sentence. And death so sentence. that's when they start telling you, you know, you could take chemo and you'll just go right into it. Mm -hmm. Because you don't realize what chemo will really do to you. You don't know what, what radiation is really doing to you. You're not asking questions like, what is in this chemo? What, you know, you're not doing anything. You're just saying, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Without thinking. Because okay. they've created a level of fear that pretty much stops you. Mm. Yeah. And that they're going to use with this, <laughs> going back to our first conversation, that's what they're going to use. Well, you know, you have money, but, you know, you don't, you can't get to it. And be honest with you, if you don't, you know, do anything with this account, then we'll have to, you know, assimilate this money into other accounts. We don't, we, you know, just like anything else, you know, it'll go back to the government, you know, after a certain period of time, statute of limitations on it, whatever. <laughs> you got benefits. All you got to do is take the shot. I mean, you take the shot, you get hooked up, takes about maybe... 90 days to uh to get hooked up on the system and uh we'll go ahead and we'll deposit the money into you I mean you you'll have access yeah just sign here <laughs> that's what's gonna happen man yeah just sign here it's gonna be sign all right here. sign here they've been doing that sign here thing for a long time they've been doing that manipulation of fear um for a long time it's shocking all it's a military protocol that takes place the the other thing too is is how they will, I mean, it's it's just a manipulation tactic when uh -huh. everybody, when they was trying to get people to switch over to digital thermostats 
uh, digital meters, rather, uh-huh. they did the same thing. They, but, but here they were like, hey, we're going to say, we're going to be like, hey, if you get this, you can get a $50 discount or $50 credit on your electric bill. Yep. And so they did it. But they didn't tell you that whenever whenever there's a power surge that they can shut your stuff off. They didn't tell you that yeah. part. Yeah, they can shut your stuff. That happens here. Mm. It's, it's so much to this. It's not, There's layers to this. Yeah. There's so many layers. But people just go about their daily life. I mean, it's, it's funny what people... It's like they look at life through rose-tinted glasses all the time. It's like, come on now. Y'all got to see the evil and the wickedness that is going on that is destroying you. If you can't, then you lost, baby. You are just lost. You just, you're in, you're in, this, you're in it. Mm. You're part of, you're part of that, that unwoken woke person, as I like to call it. you. Twilight sleep is what you're in. You ain't woke. You in twilight sleep. <laughs> you yeah. can... You can respond and everything. You just don't know what's going on. You're in twilight. <laughs> That's what you are. You ain't woke. Still, you know, so. still hitting the snooze button. Yeah, just cut every five minutes, every 15 minutes. That's what you do. When the alarm goes off and somebody try to wake you up and let you know that you got to get up, it's late. You just hit the alarm button. You're right. You hit the snooze button. Goodness so, yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. And that gives you another five years, which is five minutes, five years of lackadaisical type stuff. But yeah, so that's it. That's what, um, just look for some stuff to pop off. That's the reason why I really wasn't doing any shows anymore. And, you know, until 2024, 2025. Yeah. I said, doing no more. <laughs> I've, I've given y'all enough information where y'all can piece it together with the IOB, Internet of Bodies, Internet of, Internet of Things, the Great Reset, which is COVID Reset. Um, all of that. I gave y'all a lot of pieces to the puzzle. Now you got to put the puzzle pieces together. All the pieces are there. Put them together. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's all that I've been doing is just, I've been an observer and I'm like, wait a minute, this is and, odd. And I'm like, now I see two odd pieces and I'm like, okay, that's very odd. And then after a while it, it, it creates its own painting. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you start smattering a bunch of colors on a page, it starts to form something after a while. Mm-hmm. And your job is to figure out what is it doing. And and from what we just talked about, it, it's coagulating into your demise. Yep, <laughs> it truly is. It truly is. It truly is. And nobody nobody sees it. So there's a warning. Just watch it unfold. Just sit back with your popcorn and watch it unfold. This is a this is, we are living in a documentary. We are living in the Matrix. We are living in uh, Terminator One. <laughs> We're living in Terminator. Yeah. Okay. So um, all of that. We're living in this. We're living in 1984. We're living in Soil and Green movie. We're living all of it. Mm. We're living in The Walking Dead. We're living in all of it right now. All of it. Wow. Black Mirror. We're living in all of it. <laughs> yeah. I did Uh-oh. I did see some episodes of Black Mirror and that that Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say is yeah. Yeah. If you go start from season 1 and go on four. I I think I think I went up to I mean look, I think I did season season 1 and I got to the third the third episode. <laughs> and and I'm like, holy <laughs> crap! 
And so, yeah, and you know, because I, you know, I, I try not to watch too much television and, and media and all the other kind of stuff. I haven't, I haven't watched Black Mirror since. It's been at least a couple of about a month, month and a half. But uh, I'll probably have to take a peek every now and again uh, after I get my business stuff sorted out because I'm trying to get it right now. I'm trying to get to a point to where everything is uh, automatic. Uh-huh. So I don't have to go to anybody's day job or anybody's night job or whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that that's gonna work. You, look, gather gather your nuts now. Yeah. Okay, because you won't be able to gather them later. Mm. So yeah, get your automated stuff done now, and spend that money and get yourself set up because if you're not taking the shot in the future. You're gonna need to be already set up and self-sufficient without cash. Well, you heard it here first. This is Brother Marquis sitting with Mary Callie with NCRnetwork.com. If you missed this program, I suggest you go back and take a listen. Mary, thank you very much for being on the show, and we will catch you on the flip side. This is Brother Marquis again with firebackradio.com. People all over are looking for healthier options. My first recommendation is to visit naturalfrequencystore.com. That's where you will find healthier options from CBD to weight loss. These are patented, wearable frequency technologies, so there are no messy drops or bad tasting concoctions. Everything is based on energy and frequency. So head on over to the Natural Frequency Store. That is naturalfrequencystore.com. Naturalfrequencystore.com. You have walked into the room of Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Marquise. As I said at the top of the show, as I said at the top of the show, we have a few people, a few trusted individuals. And one is a very dear, near and dear friend of mine, uh, Pastor Stephen. He is with me on the phone right now to discuss what you have heard earlier in the show. Pastor Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, man. I'm glad you pulled me into this conversation. I can't wait to get to it. Absolutely. So do you have a response to what you heard in the earlier portion of the show? Do you want to add something to that? I mean, it was a lot, man. That's why I said, look, we're going to have to get online. You're going to have to just ask me questions directly because you guys covered a lot of information. It was great information. I love Mary. She is amazing. Absolutely. She gave us some great, great information. Absolutely. So, like, like the question that I asked Mary, I asked her what did she see that's going to happen in, in, in the near future. In the, eh, gosh darn it. Tongue-tied. 
I'm so excited. I can just get tongue-tied still. That's all right. So what is it that you see from your neck of the woods that we are sitting on here in the future for not only just the United States, but us in the world as Christians or even as non-Christians? What do you see? Oh, that's a great question, man. I mean, let, let's talk about what we see already happening. There's, there's a fight for control. There's a fight for control on the digital front. There's a fight for control over the people and over the land and over the resources. Right. And slowly but surely, we're seeing all of these things come together and they're, they're really just converging into one point. Uh, and that's going to be the tipping point. But let's talk about it. So, you know, what do we see? We see that there's a supply chain shortage. It, was that a natural occurrence? No, it was not. That was man-made and man-manipulated. We know in certain industries, trucking industry, farming industry, uh, manufacturing, that everywhere from plants burning down all over America, all at once. How does that happen? Right. You know, that's not that's not just, you know, an accident. That's something that was planned. I mean, you look at the the, uh, the shortage for baby formula for parents. You know, it's creating fear. If you can if you can cause the people to fear, you can control them. Mm. Um, you look at what's happening with these test sites like uh, and I call them test sites because America is known for this. Flint, Michigan, there is no way you're going to have water supply being. Uh, so bad for so long and not get it fixed. Let that happen in Washington, D.C. Do you think they're not going to have that fixed? No, it's going to be fixed. Right. But the people in Flint, Michigan are uh, what you call collateral damage. They're trying to see how people will respond in these different instances. And so it's happening now in different places in America where the water supply is being threatened. We know in foreign countries, rivers are drying up. But are they really? Mm. Or is that water being diverted so that those beds will dry up in certain areas? You know, so there's a manipulation that's happening on a grand global scale. And those who have that small percentage, that one percent that have the power that controls the governments are the ones behind this. Wow. Brother, that that is a mouthful. Didn't you have an issue where, where you lived at with the water? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Uh, actually, it was today. Uh, and then it happened last week. But, uh, yeah, I went to go turn on my water and the water where we live at uh, is turned off. Mm. And it just made me remember the conversation that uh, you and Mary had. Uh, and it made me think about how quick things can uh, be taken from us that we do not even control. Right. You do not control the flow of water to where you live. You do not control electricity being delivered to your home. You do not control the gas. You do not control the food. Right. So there's a lot of things you don't control and you don't control your money. You know, a lot of a lot of companies have moved to having direct deposit and digital transfers so they don't so they don't have to give you a check. And now with that, even with the flip of the button, you won't have access to your money because a bank can quickly say this ATM is out of service. That's right. Right. Or there's an issue with your account and you have to call this number. So, yeah, this all of the it's all about control and all these uh, all of these companies have worked together to get into a position where the people, the masses uh, don't even realize it, but the water has been slowly turning up and heating up. And now it's boiling hot, and we're starting to look around and say, why do we see steam? Because you're in a pot that's boiling. That's why. Wow. I, I saw a guy on social media. He had a situation with his PayPal account because he was running his business through his PayPal. Well, PayPal, I don't, for all intents and purposes, they 
they cut him off from his money. So he was giving people a warning that do not do business or do not do your whole banking with PayPal. Use it as as what it is. It's just a go-between. But if you stack all of your paper in PayPal like he did, you could lose your money just, at, like you said, at the flip of a switch, whether it's on, on purpose or by accident. Well, let's, let's take it a step further. All of the digital money transfer companies that are out there, whether it be you know Cash App or Venmo, all of those companies operate under the same principle. At any time, they can lock your money up. I had that happen to me a couple of times, and I used Stripe for my marketing company right. uh, for payments. And I had a payment come in that was so large that they locked my account up. They said that that made them, made them think that I was operating in fraud because it wasn't a normal thousand to two thousand dollar transfers. It was like eight and ten thousand dollars that was coming in. Well, don't tell me that I can't make more money and I have to go through you when I do. Like, how are you going to tell me that? The other thing is, look what's happening with banks time and time again, because we all have these cell phones and we have these apps that can post what's happening in the real world in real time. People have gone to banks looking to pull out twenty, thirty thousand dollars from the money sitting in their account, supposedly. And when they get to the bank, the bank says, oh, we don't have that much money in the bank. We don't have your money in the bank. We can't give you that that amount. You have to come back. Right. So we're waking up to this reality that what we have digitally is not even real. What we have in our bank account that shows on the computer, shows on our phone, can be taken away from us. And there's nothing you can do about it. Well, you know, I was just reading somewhere. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I just I just closed the window out. Somebody, I think this was in Houston, to where somebody had questioned to whether it was illegal for a company not to take cash money. And I found that to be interesting because on the currency, on your dollar bill, it does say uh, this note is legal tender. That's right, legal tender. Which, yep. which means that it is used everywhere as currency and so when a company says we're not going to take your money and they're pushing you over to this digital stuff but they won't take your money that technically should be against the law because i have legal tender and you're not accepting it but apparently there is no law in the books about that so yeah. yes it's going to make that that transition to cashless really easy because there they can't be any lawsuits because it's not illegal for people not to take cash uh for legal you know for business purpose or whatever my question yeah my my question was would that mean that i can create my own money and the answer is no you cannot that's no. illegal <laughs> you, you can you can create something that could take the place of money uh, in a bartering situation, but not like cash itself is not going to work. Right. And there's, there's no recourse for that. When when a company, a private company says they no longer accept cash, they only accept your credit cards, you have to abide by that and go shop somewhere else. And the reverse holds true. We no longer accept credit cards. You only accept cash. It's the same thing. And so we've seen that over the last few years, companies do both of those. Yeah. Right? So you have, and some, and some companies um, actually are being used to, to test that in the marketplace just to see how people respond to that. Well, you do know. You you remember that there is, at least, there was a national coin shortage. You remember that? Yep. 
remember that. And and therefore, people would round up to the dollar, and, but they wouldn't round down to the dollar. How about that? Mm-hmm. So where's all my change at? You know, where did all that extra money go to? And they did that under the guise of COVID, because I don't know if you remember this, but when we, when we were in the armpit of COVID, in some areas, they did not want you to do transactions in cash because that exchange would slow down the spread. And yeah. so much so that money was being quarantined for 16 days. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know if you remember all that or not, but they no, have money no, quarantine. Yeah, it's it's stupid to think that something that I hand you could cause you to get a disease. If you say if you hand me money, it could cause me to give you. If I have COVID, you could catch COVID. All right, now let, let's follow that logic, and this is how you know it's a test. If that holds true, that means anything handed from one human to another can be the same thing, which. Which would tell you, number one, you can't get groceries. Yeah. Because everybody's touched those groceries to put them on the shelf, manufacturing to the distributor, to the people in the in the grocery store stocking them, to the stock to the cash register and the cashier, everybody's touched those groceries. So that, that logic should still hold true when it comes to money. Why was it only money was the issue? Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing when your eyes are wide open, you start to throw up these red flags go up like, oh, Okay, so so that's why you guys are doing it. That doesn't make sense. It need to make sense. You know why? Because you don't control the flow of money, nor you control the, the flow of products. Well, unfortunately, quite honestly, and this is this is the thing. There are people listening right now that are saying to themselves, "This doesn't even make sense." See, these guys get on my nerves talking about. You know what? You're going to be the one that's starving to death. You're going to be one thirsty because you're not going to have water. You're going to be the one caught up in the system when it happens, and you're going to say they were right the whole time. And guess what? It's going to be too late. Yeah. Because you're what's called a late adapter. It actually has to happen. The gates have to be closed for you to realize you're inside a fence. Ooh. Yeah, that, bro, you know, that, I understand what you're saying. That that hurt me, even though I'm standing right there. That, that hurt me when you said it. Yeah. And, and, and we're saying that not because we're filled with hate and, and anger and towards the government and the people who are in control. That's not what it is. We are concerned about our people. We are concerned about the people who work hard every day to live and make an honest living and are working in their countries to be effective and, and, po- and positive influences on their country. Good citizens that are being manipulated and used like cattle to bring the will of the 1% to pass, which is total control and elimination of those who they don't need anymore. Mm. That's why this whole AI, well, we, we might not go into the AI, but that's why this whole AI thing you should be worried about because AI is coming to uh, to to get rid of humans, not in, in the sense of, you know, like killing humans, but once an AI and a machine and a computer program can do your job, you're no longer needed. Right. So how are you going to provide for your family? That's right. But that doesn't, you know, people don't, they see convenience as, as it's okay, it's convenient. So let's go ahead and do that. And so I'll buy my little iRobot thing to vacuum my house, which is counting the square footage of my house the whole time. And I'll get me a Siri and an Apple home device and I'll ask them questions and, and get them used to my cadence and my voice in my own home, always listening. It's a convenience. You know, I'll do these things because it's convenient. But the 
it'll be so convenient that trap will close one day and you'll realize they've been listening to me the whole time and I let them in my house. I've given them all the information they need to track me, to know me and my habits, and now they're using that information against me. Ooh. Let me give you an example. Go Let ahead. me give you an example. All right, so 23andMe and all these DNA companies, you know, years ago was a really, really big thing. And we were all excited about it. Like, you can you can test your DNA and see where you really come from. And my family, we've done it. We did 23andMe. We got our results back. Years later, there's a report that a company has purchased all of the DNA sequences from 23andMe. And now they know the DNA code for every person that took those tests. And they aren't, they aren't a company that's into ancestry. They don't care about that. They want to know your medical health and history and your connection to other people. So there's no legislation against them buying that company. And so they bought 23andMe, and now they have access to all of that information. That's right. No, no privacy or protection anymore. That should, that should let you know that things are going on that are beyond the scope of your, your understanding unless you look for alternative information that you don't learn on your own, unless you try to figure out and listen to other people and figure out what's... You're going to blindly walk right into the flames, and it'll be your own fault. But you know what? In in transportation, because as I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm, I'm a transportation guy. But in transportation, they are now doing hair follicle tests. And it's not it's not just urine. They're taking hair samples. So my question has been, and I might have to bring this up for another show, is what when you when you submit these hair follicles to the labs, what then happens to those lab samples and 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 also when you have a miscarriage what do they do with the baby or the fetus what do they do with that body some I mean, of we know that they're doing all kind of testing on uh, embryo cells and all of that yeah. and we know that there there are companies that are looking to to use those cells to make and create products that integrate into the human body easier instead of using the embryo stem cells to be able to, you know, do this testing. So we know it's a, you know, a, a baby that's aborted is a commodity. That's not something they destroy. That's something that they use. So, you know, I heard a report today, and it's unfortunate, but I heard a report today that there are a few companies like Kraft and like Pepsi-Cola that actually have been using baby stem cells as for a flavor, of learning how to create for flavor uh, products that stimulate the taste buds yes. for their products within humans. Yes. So I mean, there's there's a lot that's happening. Of course, again, this is the kind of stuff that people close their ears to and run out the room screaming, "Like, stop talking! I don't hear about that." Well, you know what? You're going to hear about it. Keep listening. There's more to come. Ooh, and see, I we that that's a whole nother show all by itself for sure, but. Also, just to kind of add to that is now that they have DNA samples, DNA sequences, when they create these bioweapons, they can target specific people. And that's what people don't understand. When you look at, when you look at the human genome and the, the DNA sequence for each person, it's a roadmap to where the strengths and weakness are, weaknesses are within the DNA. That's right. And all you have to do is match up the weakness to the to the to the weapon, and it will only cause those people to be affected. But that's on a level scientifically that most people will never even comprehend. 
why it is you can have a room full of 100 people and 37 people drop dead of, of some kind of condition and disease because in the air was an element that was gaseous that had this in there and it was during warfare and it only affected those people. But that's something that, you know what, people, most people don't even care. You tell them, they're like, I don't even believe that. That's science fiction. That's so far from reality. So, you know, we're not speaking to those people. <laughs> right. The other thing too, the other, the other thing too, uh, Marquise, is that we have to make sure the assignment that we have and that I have as a pastor is to speak to those who we're sent to. This information is not for everybody. Right. Just like uh, Noah, from a Christian perspective, Noah spoke the truth to everyone, but only eight people survived knowing the truth and doing what they needed to do uh, so they wouldn't be destroyed. So out of the hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people that were on the planet, eight people survived. That's the reality when it comes to this kind of information. You have a room full of 100 people, only two people going to believe it, and only two people will survive. I mean, think think about the numbers that you just said there. I mean, in a room of a hundred, only one or two are going to going to make it to the other side because they were paying attention. Yeah. Simply because they were paying attention and they took into consideration, and they acted on it. And this is where it comes down to: they looked up, unhooked from the matrix, the system that feeds you the false images and false information, and now they can see the reality that they actually live in. Wow. One of the questions, one of the questions that I asked myself as a child, and I told my wife this the other day, when I was a child, it was just something different. I looked in the mirror and I asked one question. And the question was, who or what is the spirit that animates my body? And I was a young child when I asked that because I looked at myself and I'm trying to figure out how am I conscious? How am I able to move my body? Obviously, there's something in me that's allowing me to, to walk amongst in this body of flesh. And so that's, that's where I first began my journey as a young child, asking questions like that. Well, let me give you from a Christian perspective that you are a spirit. You live in a body and you have a mind. And the way that works is your spirit is who you are. Your body is the vehicle that you interact with this realm in this, this physical realm. You need a body to operate in this reality. God gave you a body. The reason why your body is not you is because when you die, your body goes back to the dust of the earth. It, it decays. Yeah. Your spirit is eternal. And so when your spirit is placed in your body, it comes alive and it gives you a soul, a mind, a will, an intellect. When your mind, body, and spirit are connected, you operate in this realm. And a lot of people don't realize this. And 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 but medical medically, you can see it's true. How can someone be in a coma where their body doesn't even operate at all? But their brain is showing that it has uh that it is alive and that it is working. And then years later, that person wakes up like it ne- like they, they went to sleep. Mm. They wake up and they have no concept of time passing. They, their spirit was alive the whole time in a body that was malfunctioning. And, and at the right moment, that body is healed and then they're able to come alive again. We see it happen. So when people, when people, when people in this life live based in the flesh, there's no way for them to receive from the spirit. There's no way for them to, to get any higher level of revelation or understanding of reality because it's so locked in what they see, feel, and hear. Right. Their senses 
take over where their spirit should be guiding them. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll switch tracks here. So, when the Nephilim were created, <laughs> and the bloodline, which is DNA, was changed, what I'm seeing right now, because of what you just said earlier, about the the human flavoring and and the other things that are going into our bodies to change our DNA, to change our blood, would that then uh, trap us in the lower spirit realm to where God can't see us or see us as something other than his? All right, so that's, that's one way to look at it, but it's, it's even worse than that. Because see, when you get into the Nephilim and all that, there were judgments against them, and God has dealt with them. But the real reality is, you know how, how it said you are what you eat? Mm-hmm. There has been, and there's, there's, there's terms for this, but there has been a plan that has been put in place to feed humans certain chemicals, certain foods, to cause their body not to be able to operate at 100% like it's supposed to. Right. And do you know, for example... You know, for example, that if you drink energy drinks, and that's all you drink is energy drinks, drinks, you're going to turn your blood into blood that clots. Wow. You're, because it doesn't have water in it to operate. It's now taking these chemicals from energy drinks. And, and when they take blood samples of you at your autopsy, they will see that that's, that blood is almost not human. That mm. blood has been transformed because of the chemicals in the energy drinks. And so when you look at the type of food we've been eating, this genetically modified food, GMO, this G, these GMO food products, man has been attempting to change what God has created naturally where you plant a seed and you get a harvest from the seed. They've been modifying the seeds so what is harvested is genetically engineered. Right. And when, and when you get food that does not have seeds in it, like a watermelon with no seeds, there's a problem. <laughs> Everything that's fruit or vegetables should be able to have a seed in it why? Because it's supposed to produce after its own kind. How can it produce after its own kind With if no it seeds. actually has no seeds? Right. That means its origin is not natural. It's made by man, and it's almost like a type of witchcraft, quite honestly, Oof. where they're doing they're using chemistry and pharmaceuticals, these chemicals, to create these reactions to try to be like God, to create food that changes the people into not being 100% connected to God and his creation. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a slow drip or, it's or like inhibitors. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you mentioned the whole frog in a pot uh, thing earlier. I mean, you, this is where we are before. Yeah. If they keep dropping, if they keep dripping water on your forehead before too long, you're going to have a dent in your forehead. <laughs> you right. Well, yeah, water has done that to stone time and time again. Exactly. So if we continue to allow this to occur, then ultimately it will definitely change our physiology. Well, you know, the other thing too is when we have conversations like this, there's a part of your audience that goes, "Okay, what if all of this is true? What can we do about it? I mean, what what can we do? Like this is you're telling us, and we hear this from different people that this is the case." But what can be done to protect myself and my family? What can be done? Because we're in these countries that have this total control over the systems, the products, and the, and the, and the process. Uh, what, what can we do? Now, I got, I, got, I got one answer. And there's more answers that follow this one. 
But one of the biggest answers to that, number one, is to pay attention. That's the first thing. Because if, if it's if somebody tells you that there's a street laden with glass and you have no shoes on, you're not going to walk blindly. You're going to pay attention and then you're going to look to where to step. And if you can't step, you're going to try to find a way to maneuver to sweep stuff out of the way so you can have a clear path. I think that probably is the first order business. Well, I mean, that's actually biblical. The Bible says we are not ignorant of Satan's oh, devices. That's right. So for those who who have a desire in the heart to know truth, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. God will give us revelation and understanding. He doesn't want us to be ignorant. Why? Because if you're ignorant, you'll fall into traps, you'll get hurt, you might die. And so part of what we're part of what we have to do is come to a place to and say, you know what, in and of ourselves, we don't know anything. I don't have any answers. I don't know anything. And allow God to give you revelation. And although revelation might challenge you, it is there to help you, right? It is there to help you. For example, if you know that the water is 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 filled with so many chemicals and and on a bio level, I mean, on a microscopic level, uh, so many different organisms are in the water because the pipes have eroded and the water you get to your house is not as clean as they, they, they tell you it is. It just looks clean mm -hmm. because of the chlorine. They need it to be clear, but it still has these, these problems. What can you do about it? Well, I mean, you can buy filters. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can do in terms of buying bottled water, right? And so, but you got to understand something. There's this thing, matter of fact, this is a thing called a life straw. Yeah. You should look it up. It's a personal water filter. Oh, I got one. That people, that people use for, you know, for when they're hiking, right? Yeah. Now, check this out. If you know that the water supply is being cut off of Flint, Michigan, and all these other places, where are you going to get water from? Do you even know where the water sources are in your area? Mm -hmm. Well, that's one thing that now that you heard me say it, you need to find out. Where's the ponds, the rivers, the creeks? You need to find out because that's where you're going to have to go get water for you and your family. But when you get that water, you're going to have to purify it. Do you know how to purify water? No, I don't know. Well, guess what? Now that you've heard me talk about it, it should alert you to maybe I need to look into this because I don't want to wake up one day and my water's cut off and I can't get no water because I don't know where the water's at. I don't know how to purify it. Right. You can simply buy a life straw and go to any water source to be able to suck water right out of that water source or buy a filter a filtering system and pump water out and you have water for your family. Why is that not as important as you knowing uh, what uh, having Netflix or having the, the app on your phone, your phone work so you can get to your apps? Why is that not a necessity? Because it hasn't happened yet. You do not want to be reactionary in this time period. No. You're going to have to be intentional and you're going to have to look forward to the things that could happen and prepare but wait a minute. But wait a minute. Brother Steve, wait a minute. Now, you sound like one of these uh, Donald Trump Republican uh, uh, mega people. I mean, have, have, now we've we've heard that before and that has no that has nothing to do with a political affiliation to say prepare. That has nothing to do. But some of these people will try to lump that political bullcrap in to the conversation. Go ahead. All right, so let me give you this. I am not Democrat or Republican. Check that out. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in none of the politicians. They're all liars. I believe they're all in it together. But I'm a, let me give you one. Let me give you a challenge 
if you're going to pull up the political card, let me give you a challenge because you don't think this could happen to you. Just like we didn't think that America could ever be under attack, 9-11, all right? Just like we didn't think that America could ever be shut down, a coronavirus, right? These things happen, even though you thought they could never happen. But let me give you something to research. I want you to Google China cuts off the power. Just just Google it. China cuts off power. And you will see that China has now cut off their power. People have no electricity. That means they have no electricity in their homes. And they're in one of the most... Uh, they're in a heat advisory, temperatures 90, 95, 100 degrees, and the people are burning up. They're right now finding homes in caves. People I saw that. putting grass on, grass on rivers so that they can lay on the water. But, oh, that could never happen. Man, you better open your eyes and search and see. Now, what'd you say? No, man. You seen it? I, I, I saw that a few days ago. To yep. where people were literally living in caves because they had no remedy for the heat because of the power outages. And look, Marquise, not only were they living in caves, but they were living in caves and still having to fan themselves because it was still hot and, and, and where they were at. Yes. Yes. Now, when you get to a place where you can't even breathe because it's so hot, when you get to a place that your feet are burning... The lady was walking on the sidewalk trying to get to one of these safe places. Her sandals melted on the sidewalk. She had to jump out of her sandals and run on the high ground. Holy smokes. Yeah. And so this is the thing that people did. Oh, this could never happen. It's happening right now. It's just the mainstream media is not showing you. Why? Because they don't want to alert you to how they're testing this out in other places. These are the things that are happening around the world. And unless you open your eyes, you're not going to realize it could happen here. Well, if it does happen here, what do you do? Well, you should already be prepared because that's what Marquise is about. That's what I'm about. That's why we're talking now. Just so that you can be ready. Not that it's going to happen tomorrow, but if it does, at least you would know that someone is trying to help you prepare. Like I told my wife, I said, you know what? I told her, I said, um, I said, hey, I'm going to start buying seeds, you know, vegetables and fruits. You know, I've been posting a lot about you know, turning your, your front yard and your backyard into a garden. Yeah. Even learning how to how to you know to 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 get into hydroponics and and create your own food and as neighbors support each other and grow crops. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing legal right now about that. Right. I told her I said I'm going to start collecting seeds. I'm start buying seeds. She said why? I said because that's going to be my new hobby. I'm going to be a seed collector. I'm going to collect all kind of fruit and vegetable seeds. Now in her mind, she's thinking. But that doesn't even make sense. Why are you going to be a collector? Because at some point, you won't be able to buy seeds. Well, wait a minute. During COVID, during the freaking COVID chronicles, there have been places in the United States that shut down any opportunity for you to buy seeds inside a grocery store because they deemed it as non-essential. No, that would never happen in America, Marquise. Mm-hmm. You're a conspiracy theorist. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't sound right. Oh yeah, no, it happened. That's a real thing. It's a real thing, and you know what? I, one thing you like to do, everyone who's listening to you, there's one thing. There's two things I know people like to do. They like to eat and they like to drink water. Go ahead. Why? Because the moment you have no food and nothing to drink, you realize what a necessity it really is. <laughs> That's right. And if you don't have food already in the ground growing, when you're hungry, what are you going to eat? Mm. This is the thing. People don't realize that those who prepare survive. That's exactly right. Now, we're not talking about, this is the thing. 
you know, what we're not saying, and you have to hear us, what we're not saying is that, you know, like within, you know, a week, the whole world is going to be in chaos and you're going to die and your family's going to die. No. But what we will tell you this, when COVID hit, you had a basically a two-week turnaround before everything shut down. That's right. You had like two weeks to make moves. And if you didn't, you were locked in your home. Uh, whether you believed it or not, you were locked in your home. Uh, and, and so... So unless you know, unless you look to the past, you would not be informed to what you need to do for your future. Ooh. You have to look backwards and say, what has happened? Re- and we're talking about recent history. All right, so so what happened when COVID hit? They locked everybody into their homes for protection. Second thing that happened was they started taking control of the supply chain. Now, when you get to the grocery store, if you were able to get to the grocery store, when you get to the grocery store, they limited the amount of food you could buy. One item per person. Only two of these per person. That happened in the past. And the seeds started not being sold. You couldn't buy seeds. That's right. Okay, so that happened in the past. So if something happens again, the next next you know medical emergency or climate emergency, that's the new thing they're talking about. This new, new thing that's coming up. When they shut everything down again, because you experienced it in the past, you should already be ready. And people say, well, I need to go buy some toilet paper. Toilet paper? Are you kidding me? That's the thing you're thinking about is toilet paper? You can't eat toilet paper. You can't drink toilet paper. That's right. Well, well I, got, I have water. It'll be coming through my pipes. Oh, you don't think they're going to cut that water supply off because of possible chemical contamination? We're going to have to cut your water off? Oh, yeah. the, because now everybody's in their home, there's a pool on the grid, and so we're going to have to shut down power and do rolling brownouts in your communities because there's a there's a pool on the on power grid. Because people are at home now. These are all the games they're going to play. They're, they're already setting it up with the smart. I mean, that's why the smart grid was established. For that reason mm-hmm. right there to where they could shut off things in your house, whether you want to or not. That's what these digital uh, smart meters were for in the first place. Now, And they were there to benefit you. You're going to save money. Right. Now, okay. what I'm going to do, because I, I uh, my house is equipped with solar panels. So... And a battery backup. So let, let I just want to be clear. Not just solar panels, but a battery backup. The reason why is because when the power does go out, I will have um, some infrastructure left to where I can heat or cool my house. Luckily, um, we bought a house with a fireplace specifically for in the event that there is a power outage, we can still get some heat. We'll burn. We'll everybody will cuddle will cuddle up down there by the fireplace and you know and, and not freeze to death. All right, so let me so let me let me let me say this to your audience. In the event that the power goes out and you have no fire to cook your food, you only need one thing and you will have fire for the rest of your life. A magnifying glass. That's all you need. That's right. A, ma- a magnifying glass, yeah. That's all you need. That magnifying glass will burn any kind of trouble to start a spark to get your wood burning and, and have you, and you don't need to, you'll run out of matches. You'll run out of lighter fluid. Your your batteries will die. So you need something that can create natural fire. And that's a, that's a mag, make sure you get you a pretty big magnifying glass, one that's sturdy, uh, that you'll be able to have in the time of emergency because you can use that to ignite flames every day and it would never go out. As long as the sun is out. As long as the sun, yeah, that's right. And, but those are the types of little nuggets of information for survival that people need to know, 
even trapping water through condensation, right? So there's a lot of different things you can do in order to, to educate yourself, to be prepared in time of emergency. And I've been thinking about this is, you know, if, if we knew this was coming down the pipe and you only had like a week to make your moves, do you know what you would need to grab and do you know where you would need to go in order to keep you and your family safe? Mm. Because right now, the world is showing us that other countries are experiencing this. You don't believe me? Well, when Ukraine got attacked by Russia, what do you think those people did, those parents did? They ran. They grabbed their children and they ran. Where did they run to? Any direction they could run in. But they didn't know where to go yeah. because they didn't think that they could ever be invaded. And so you got people dressed in suits running down the street and they don't even know where to go. Wow. And they didn't take nothing with them. They had no grab bag. They had no survival kit. They had nothing to protect their family. They just ran. Don't let that be you. Same thing in China. These people getting out of these buildings and running through and trying to get to the rivers and get into these caves, they had no idea that was coming. But guess what? Where they are right now, they have nothing. They didn't take what they needed to survive. So they might have made it to the cave, but guess what? No one grabbed any medicine. No one grabbed any uh, change of clothes. No one grabbed any food supplies. No one has any shovels or, or knives or anything to survive. They didn't grab no hunting material. They have no survival kits. They weren't ready for that. They were not ready for that. Now, I'm not going to sit so here. I'm not going to sit here. They're like that. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say I can't imagine what that's like. I've been in I've been in in Saudi Arabia. I've been in the in the deserts. And you're talking 120, 130 degrees. And oh, goodness. Yeah, when, when it gets hot like that, there is no there is little remedy what's whatsoever. And okay. so when okay. You okay, I'm glad you said that. Let me stop you. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a remedy. All right, I'm glad you said that because this is something I wanted to get out to people. Because I thought about it. I said, what would I do if I was caught in that kind of temperature and you had no shelter? Where could you find relief? There's no water around you. Where can you find relief? Do you know all you have to dig is four to five feet deep and you hit cold earth? Yeah. Oh yeah. So if you if you dig down deep enough, you will actually hit cold soil that you can get down into because that's what the soldiers used to do. That's right. The foxholes and all of that kind of thing. Just make sure you dig down and you got to reinforce it with, you know, of course, branches and stuff so it doesn't fall in on you. But the point is, you can get to where the earth is cold and you won't even in heat, you'll be safe. That's true. That's I mean, that, yeah. that is one of the reasons why they went to the caves. You know, because obviously the caves are surrounded by rock and stone, and it's technically is underground. But holy smokes, man, that would be the only recourse, and that's actually really smart. Just to dig, just yeah, to dig, just put some shelter on top. About, you better own a shovel. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay, because that's the only way you're going to get down that deep. Uh, so, and that's from a survival standpoint. People don't think about that, but there are travel shovels that you can use, and you can have that are easy to carry on your backpack. And, uh, and if you buy two of them, you can put two people to work. Digging. But the point is, you got to think about, you got to think about that. Because what you don't want to have is your children on the surface of the earth burning up and, and, and dying because they're getting overheated. That's true. When we got back from our trip from uh, New Orleans, we came back and our house was uh, powered down. Uh, we ended up having a lightning strike and it took out our HVAC and luckily, the, the circuit breaker caught the rest of it. and But the house was about 85 degrees, 10 o'clock at night. 
And, <clears throat> and of course, when you went upstairs, it was like 90 degrees. And of course, we did not uh, stay in the house. Fortunately, I ended up going down to the basement. The basement was a cool, a cool 70 degrees. Wow. <laughs> so we, uh, we actually almost just went down down to the basement just camped out but um i would not want to ever be in a situation to where i actually had to dig i've already done that i was in the military i already had to dig my stuff but goodness gracious right. man and, and i would say when you if you go if you're in a situation where you have to dig do not dig in an open field the best place to dig is by a tree because a tree is drawing water and moisture to it so if you dig by the tree that land is that that ground is going to be a little bit more damp and definitely much colder and it will offer some protection to you as well. Wow. Well, Brother Stephen, is there anything else you would like to add to this conversation? I would just, you know, I would say that you have to realize that just like there's a God, there's a devil. And he has a plan to destroy mankind. He wants, to, he knows he will be destroyed in the end and he wants to destroy as many of us as he can. And certainly he is using men and women who have power on this earth to cause uh, torture and confusion and destruction in this world. Everything is wrapping up to the end. And people ask me as a pastor, well, when do you think the end is going to happen? When is the end times? I tell them we're definitely closer than we've ever been. <laughs> and every day we get a step closer. We don't know the day or the hour, but we can see these signs approaching. And we know that when you look in the book of Revelation, it says that certain things are going to happen to get an alignment. And when you see these things happening, you know that the end is near. Well, we see these things happening. There's a push to a one world currency. There's a push to a one world government. There's a push to a one world religion. You see all these unifications of people who are evil coming together to control the people and to and to destroy the people. And there's of course there's groups who are saying that look, these um these globalists, just like the Georgia Godstone state, that they believe that the planet needs to be purged. It needs to be a calling and that means that out of the 8 billion people on the planet, it needs to be reduced down to 500 million so that we can li live in equilibrium with the planet. Well, that is nothing but mass uh, genocide. That sounds just like the devil. He wants to kill as many people as possible through plague, pestilence, war, and destruction. Uh, and he's using men right now to do it. And when you see these things happening, you wonder, like when COVID hit, all these people before COVID that had the loud mouths, they had the platforms, they had the radio shows and the TV shows, they were the entertainers, they were the musicians, they were out in front. When COVID hit, every voice was silenced. No one would speak against the government. No one would speak against what was happening to the, the mothers and the children that couldn't have, they didn't have food to eat and they were starving. No one spoke out about the elderly. No one spoke out about the innocent. Everybody was quiet. Why? Because the devil operates under the spirit of fear. And that showed you right there that when the government shuts everything down, the people who thought they had the power actually step back because they know if they step forward, the government will destroy them. But wait a minute. But wait, wait, wait. That includes the pastors too. That's what I'm, uh, the pastors was doing that. That's Stephen. Stephen, that's 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 where I feel like I just want to choke somebody because the ones who are supposed to be there to say exactly what you just said. They all got punked out. They they all punked out, and so now that everything's back open, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we're we're here. Praise the Lord, you know, pass the money or whatever that they're doing." And it it. Well, let me let me tell you what happened. This is what happened. The pastors who resisted, like myself and our pastors here in Virginia, we have churches here in Virginia. 
Like we weren't doing this whole shutting down your church thing. If you're not going to shut, if you're not going to shut down the ABC store and the strip club, there's no way you're going to shut down the church. Go ahead. So a lot of us pastors, like we're not shutting down our church. You're going to have to arrest us. And a lot of pastors got arrested. That's true. And of course, the people, the people turned against the pastors because they was like, look at them spreading COVID. They're in church and they're singing and they're spreading all this breath with all these chemicals, you know, with the COVID into the atmosphere. And people are getting sick and people are dying. Well, you know what? The government is meeting every day and open rules and they're talking to each other with the mask, their masks off. The same thing was happening to them. And, and no one was saying anything about them. And then you got people who are saying, well, you know, because they're religious. See, these religious people are fanatics. No, we have a faith that says that we should assemble ourselves together and not operate in fear. So if you're going to tell us to go home and operate in fear, we're not going to do that. We're going to do the opposite. So COVID came to show you who really were believing in God and not believing in their government. So in closing, my brother, what do you want to tell everyone, but specifically these churches who decided to shut their mouth? What would you tell them right now? What would you say to them now? Yeah, I would tell the people, seek God for protection, wisdom, and understanding. If you have a Bible and you have access to a Bible on the internet, start reading it. Start reading in Genesis and start reading in Matthew and just start reading it. Start hearing from God because you're going to need to know him and you're going to need to give your life to him. Because if you don't, that you're going to be burning up in, in hell for all eternity. This You think this world is bad? God sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. And if you don't receive him as Lord and Savior, not just Savior because you don't want to go to hell, but Lord because you do what he says. And you got to read the Bible to know what God wants you to do so you can do what he says. If you do that, that's the beginning of wisdom. And I will do this right now. I'll give you my cell number. If you want to learn more about that, call me directly. 919-208-5478. 919-208-5478. If you want a close relationship with God and you want to know what, you, what needs to happen in order for you to give your life to Christ and actually be a follower of Christ, I will lead you in that and let you know exactly how to do that and send you some material. Now, to the pastors and the ministers, you know, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, so we're not going to condemn you. We want to encourage you. We want to encourage you that no longer can, and you can look backwards and see it's true, no longer can you believe the government. They told you to get vaccinated. They told you to get your boosters so you wouldn't catch COVID because people who get vaccinated to get boosters won't get COVID. Well, now people who are vaccinated and getting COVID, including the president, and he's gotten COVID twice, it proves that they lied. So don't believe, you cannot believe your government when they say that this is truth. Because time and time again, they've lied to the people. You have to seek God for truth, have faith in God, and stand for God. Stand for righteousness, and don't fall prey to fear for yourself. Because the reason why a lot of the pastors did that is because of self-preservation. Now, some pastors said, you know what, I want to make sure my people are safe. And that's okay, because that's we're shepherds. We should make sure our people are safe. But when you look at your people and they're safe, but they're operating in fear, you've done something wrong. Attitude comes from leadership. It comes from the head. So if you're operating in faith, you know, like a lot of pastors moved to instead of, you know, meeting in the building, they met in their parking lot six feet apart. Hey, that that works. You can still do that. There's nothing wrong with that. You can comply. A lot of them put on masks. Nothing's wrong with that. Be cautious. Be careful. Do that. But what you can't do is let the world tell you how to serve God. Oh. So I, I encourage you to seek God for how to serve him and not man and not the government because it's just going to get worse. And then you don't want to get to the end of you being obedient. Look, 
our obedience to the government stops at us being disobedient to God. Huh. Jesus said, render to Caesar what is Caesar's and render to God what is God's. So give him his money. Give give Caesar their tax money. Give Caesar, you know, the, the, the respect that is due them. But the moment they tell you to do something contrary to the word of God, that's when you stop and you start serving God. Because like Peter said, you tell me, is it better to do what God says or do what you say? But you know what, right, man? But but you know what? Said. But you know what? But they but they shrink wrap it in fear. I think I said that with Mary. But they shrink wrap it in fear, and they build a culture of fear, so that when you are watching the entertainment or when you're watching the television program, you are subconsciously and subconsciously being programmed to push to have your fear buttons pushed, so therefore you will fall into compliance with whatever that they say. And a lot so of people you, didn't catch that. When, when COVID first hit and we were watching the, you know, we were watching the news and listening to the radio to try to figure out what was going on. And then I started noticing that that's exactly they, what they were doing. They were pushing out this rhetoric, rhetoric and this fear. And I told my wife, I said, that's it. We're cutting the TV off. We're no longer watching the news. We're no longer listening to that stuff. And we, we cut off the world's ability to influence our hearts and our minds. That's why we made it out. And neither one of us are vaccinated. Right. So we, we made it out because we didn't get fed. The, I mean, people are operating in so much fear. Let me tell you, it's brainwashed. People have been operating in so much fear. Marquise, they are still driving around in their cars by themselves. With, with their mask on. on. That's right. And even worse than that, people are literally walking down the sidewalk by themselves with mask on, you're outside with no one around you, and you have a mask on. One lady was sitting in her car with a mask on, and a guy came up and said, ma'am, you know you don't have to wear that anymore. She literally almost started crying. She says, thank you. I'm just so confused. I don't, I don't even know what to do anymore. Wow. Brain, because they've been brainwashed in fear. The Bible says fear has torment, and they've been being tormented to such an extent that now they are susceptible to influence, and that's why the enemy does that. Because if you can cause people to fear, you can affect their body and their well-being. And when they get weakened because of fear, they're easier to control. And you all heard it here first, Brother Steve, and I appreciate you, my man. Absolutely. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> this That was Pastor Steve. Uh, if you guys want to catch him, what's your phone number again, Steve? 919-208-5478. Or you can go to my website, My Purpose. MyPower.com. That's my media company. Uh, Manifest Media. MyPurposeMyPower.com. All right, Brother Steve. We'll catch up with you later. All right, brother. God bless. All right. That was Brother Steve, Pastor Steve, with us right here on Fireback Radio. I tell you, we had a great night tonight, and I hope that you got something out of this conversation. We had uh, Mary Callie with NCR Network at the top of the hour and and followed up by Pastor Steve. Uh, Have a great day. Uh, God bless you all. And we will see you next time right here on Fireback Radio.